Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello and welcome on this July 30th. August is right here on our heels, folks. And what a beautiful week we had. And I'm not talking the stock markets. I'll talk about that in a second. But how about the weather? You know, it was just a week or so ago when we were just dying. Remember, folks, if you complained about the heat, guess what's coming in January? You know, you know. But this week, um, God, Mother Nature was so good to us. Not so kind, especially the people in Kentucky. My heart goes out. I always say not only is the Capital Region area just a wonderful area for a host of reasons, but Mother Nature is is it treats us a little, I think, more fairly than some parts of, of the country and the poor people in Kentucky, those rains, the floods, the lost lives, and those that are that are hurt by it and lost everything. My heart just goes out to them. So let's say a prayer for them. I'm sure you're going to want to talk to me today. We got a lot to talk about. Our phone lines are open. 1-800-TALK-WGY. 1-800-825-5949. Marty Shields, my colleague and dear friend, did the show last weekend, did a great job on the show last weekend. I appreciate it. I played in a golf tournament, as he shared with you. You get the picture, a putt here, a putt there. That's all it takes, right? A putt here and a putt there. Two strokes away, folks. My partner and I could have really, really taken home the bacon. 1-800-825-5949. Any questions, any questions whatsoever, Give me a call. I'd love to love to talk to you. So let's talk about, you know, let's talk about, you remember mid-June, how, how just awful you felt if you had any, any investments whatsoever? I mean, God, mid-June from the high in, in November, NASDAQ was down 33%. Russell 2000 down 32%. The S&P 500 down 23%. Wow. And just a few weeks later, here we are. Since then, NASDAQ recovered 16%. Russell 2000, 14%. The S&P 500, 13%. If, and I, I'm hoping that was the low point in the market we don't know i'm not calling the bottom because there's still more volatility to come although i am more optimistic than than some and i'm okay being optimistic i have a lot of good reasons for being optimistic i know this week you know we saw once again that inflation you know came came out um you know we're, we're hovering at 40-year highs 9.1 percent you have corporate earnings which Really, and this was a huge week in corporate earnings, but the earnings are coming in good. You know, Wall Street was expecting corporate America to just kind of fall down on its face because of inflation. And sure, inflation's affecting earnings, 
but corporate America fared pretty well. The Fed came out Tuesday and Wednesday, and no surprise, 0.75% hike in interest rates on Wednesday. That's, you know, that was expected. That was baked into the cake, as they say. Anything else would have, I think, created some volatility. And the markets actually rejoiced. It was it was a pretty good week um, all in all. But Wednesday, the markets really, really liked what they heard from the Fed. And I keep saying inflation is a moving target. So don't let it freak you out. It's part of being invested. Stocks don't always go straight up all the way to the moon. They have to take a breather. You know, a rocket ship is just like a car. And, you know, a motorcycle, it's got to recharge. So, you know, going through a correction, a bear market, a recession, that's all part of being invested. The GDP number, gross domestic product, came out on Thursday and negative contraction, two quarters in a row, 0.9% contraction. Now, folks, this is two quarters of negative growth. Do you know that used to formally define what a recession is? Yep. That's that was the definition of a recession, two quarters of negative growth. And, you know, it's uh, the government changed it. NBER, National Bureau of Economic Advisors, changed it. And they're they're out of Washington. Um, why they changed it, anybody can guess. But now the, the definition for a recession is and, 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 and let me give it to you. You know, I'm going to I'm going to. I'm going to quote it. Um, as I said, it was defined as a period of two, two consecutive quarters um, with with contraction. You know, ne- ne- negative negative growth. Um, now now you know we, we, where is it? It's right here in front of me, folks. Um, recession now is it's um. The new, new, new definition is a significant decline in economic activity that is spread across the economy and that lasts more than a few months. Well, guess what, folks? They won't tell us if we're in a recession or not until, I'm guessing until late in the year, I'm guessing after November, they won't tell us if we're in a recession or not. Now, the old definition, technically, yes, you could say we're in a recession, but it, it, there's a lot of reasons why it doesn't feel like we're in a recession. And I keep pointing this out. We communicate it with our, our clients again this week and sent them a pretty good thing. I actually wrote an article for the Saratogian and the Troy Record. That'll be in tomorrow's paper, and we'll put it up on our on our blog. But, you know, you, you think about jobs, jobs, jobs. There's plenty of jobs out there. I can't remember a recession where, I mean, usually corporate America is, is laying off workers and or cutting their, their hours or somehow, some way, just shedding themselves of, of workers because businesses slowed down. Well, that's not the case now. We have 6 million unemployed people, 11 million jobs. Corporate America is chomping at the bit. They'll hire anybody. Anybody who's willing to walk in the door and, 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 and apply for a job, I can almost assure you, corporate America will hire you. There's no excuse for people to be out of work. Now, I heard this saying, and I'll repeat it. A recession is when your neighbor loses their job. 
a depression is when you lose yours. If you think about it, right now there's you know there's a, there's just that that feeling that we should be in a recession, but with all the jobs with unemployment rate historic lows 3.6 percent. Once again, corporate America generating some pretty decent profits. You have the economy, you know, that, that is made up of the consumer. Almost 70% of the economy is made up of the consumer. And even though they may not be feeling too good about the environment, they're out there spending money. You know, anybody who, who had a vacation plan, they're not canceling it. They've had two and a half years of, of listening to the COVID talk and they've been you know kept inside way too long and they got a lot of pent-up demand and the consumers out there heck i mean we're in the racing season in saratoga just walk the streets i'm telling you there's more people than you could shake a stick at and a lot of cities around the country you know people are out and about spending money and and that's good so even though technically two quarters of negative growth for gdp is was not is was considered a recession i'm not so sure we're in a recession and if we are i i, I was interviewed by mark mulholland on wnyt um this week and he asked me if we were in a recession i said mark if we are if you know, NBER looks back and says, yep, we were in a recession. I don't think it's going to be a, a, a real bad recession. Now, I could be wrong, folks. I could be wrong. But as I said, there's a lot of room to be optimistic, a lot of reasons to be optimistic. And I'm not talking just because the stock market was up this week and the stock market really has had two or three decent weeks compared to the 11 weeks before that. You know, we went through a spell where I think the stock market was only up, what, one or two out of 10 weeks. I mean, investors really suffered. And you go back to mid-June, those numbers I just gave you, the drawdown for NASDAQ was negative 33% from November. I mean, that's just seven, eight months, and you lost 33%. And S&P from January down 23% but it's recovered a lot, you know. So anybody who got out missed out on what I call the bounce. NASDAQ recovered 16%, S&P recovered 13%. Investors need to be invested in order to recover some of those losses. The only, the only investors who lose out are those that sell out. And I told you the story about the client that, that said, hey, I think, I think I wanna sell and I'll wait till the market goes back up and recovers its losses and then we'll get back in. And I'm pretty, I'm pretty open um, with my clients. My clients know that when they engage our services, I'm there to protect them, financially speaking. I won't let them hurt themselves unless I'm shaking them. And I was, I, I, I couldn't jump through those phone lines enough to talk to this client. I said, does that even make logical sense to you that you wanna get out, realize the losses, wait till the markets bounce back, recover, and then get back in? Any thought about it? No, no, no. And I had another client, probably right at the lows of the market. And, and this client I talk to almost every day, she has my cell phone number because, you know, my heart goes out for clients that, that aren't sleeping at night. But when they engage our services, it's our job to take the emotion out of the decision-making process. And that's exactly what we do. We take the emotion out of, 
out of out of the decision. So when a client engages our service, we are going to be right there to tell them what they should do and shouldn't do. And this client, we talk to her almost every day. And she finally put her faith and trust in us. That's why she engaged our services. And thank God, because she's doing a whole lot better today than she was. I'm going to take a 15-second break. Phone lines are open. 1-800-TALK-WGY. 1-800-825-5949. Hello, folks. Thank you for letting me take a little break to wet my whistle. The phone lines are open, 1-800-825-5949. So here we are, almost August. You know, you think about the first half of, of 2022. You know, the S&P 500 was down 21%. As we sit here today, during the month of July, it recovered 9.1%. Year to date, we're down about 13.3%. Wow, you know, 10% better than we were at the at at the worst drawdown in the middle of June. Nasdaq on June 30th was down almost 30% as we sit here today, down just shy of 21% for the month of July, up 12.3%. Up 12.3% just for the month of July. And the bond index down on June 30th, 11%. And that, that actually gained 2.4% in the month of, of July. For the week, we had a good week, folks. You know, when you look at, at the markets, the S&P was up 4.26%. NASDAQ composite up 4.7%. That's the entire NASDAQ index. NASDAQ 100, which are the 100 largest companies, was up just about 4.5%. And the Russell 2000 was up 4.34%. Year-to-date, the Russell 2000 is still down 16%. And, you know, I look at, at the international markets, which we, we have absolutely no investments overseas. And I'm not looking to add any foreign investments anytime soon. I just, you know, we've been out for a long time and every once in a while I look at the numbers and it just confirms the fact that we made a good decision. And, you know, I, my clients, I think are very happy that we're invested right now exclusively in the good old USA. Now that could change. We could be getting into foreign markets, but there was a, you know, a couple months ago where foreign markets looked to be you know, t making up ground on, on this great country of ours. And all of a sudden, year to date, emerging markets are down almost 20%. And the rest of the world without the USA is down just over 17%. And the S&P, which is really the broad stock market index for the United States stock market, down 13, 13.3%. So I'll take the good old USA all day long, not think twice about it and we're exclusively in, in invested there. You know, mortgage rates are, you know, they're, they're, they're a lot higher than they were a couple months ago, but they're still, you know, once again, Mark Mulholland asked me about mortgage rates. I said, you know, the national average for 30 years, just about four, 5.4% in 15 years, 4.7%. So, when, when I look at those national averages, 40 years ago, mortgages were almost 20%. So when I look at those national averages, you know, they're still 
you know, they're not as low as they were. You know, they're not in the two to three percent range, but when you're getting a mortgage in the five percent range, it's a whole lot better than six, seven, eight, nine, ten percent, which investors were paying for for a long time. So, you know, obviously, when when the Fed raises interest rates, and this was the fourth hike this year, in, in March we had 0.25 percent, June 0.5. Or May 0.5, June 0.75, and this is the second 0.75 percent hike we had back to back. First time I, I can't even remember. It's been decades. It's been ages since the Fed had two um, three-quarter of a point interest rate hikes, and they're doing that because they need to be aggressive. They need to do their best to hold off inflation, and by sending shocks through the system. Hiking interest rates, obviously, it's more expensive. We've seen the housing market cool down a little, because once again, you know, a five and a half percent mortgage is a whole lot different than a two and a half, three percent mortgage. You know, that's added cost, more expensive for a homeowner to buy, and the, you know, we've seen the housing market cool down a little. I wouldn't be surprised if you see. You know the record high prices and the premiums that people were paying. You know that may cool off as well, and that's good. That's that's healthy. Obviously, consumer loans, business loans. That's why the Fed, you know, has these interest rate hikes to slow down the economy because they feel the economy is just, you know, by far overheating too too quick, too much. And 9.1% inflation rate is proof in the pudding. And I said it a couple of weeks ago when I was on, and I think Marty said it last week. You know, since that report, the gas gas prices have come down, commodity prices have come down, a lot of um, a lot of inflationary items that 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 you know you you, you think of have backed off since that CPI data was collected in the middle of June. So, you know, obviously we're going to be anxiously awaiting for the November, or I'm sorry, for the July reading, and we'll see what happens. But I'm hoping, I'm hoping that maybe, maybe we'll start to see inflation retract. There's a, a, a financial analyst uh, guru that I followed, Tom Lee, and he did a nice interview yesterday that I watched, and he's been right on more times than not. Even though you know he he's been he's been holding out that the market and and he called getting you know that the markets were going to go into a downward spiral, but he also feels right now that the S and P is going to be about 4,800 at the end of the year. That's about 15% higher than where we are. I'm rooting for him to be right, and there's a lot of a lot of financial analysts that feel the same way. Now on the other end of the spectrum, you have people like Mike Wilson and some other well-respected economists that feel that there's still some more pain to be felt and we may touch those lows. Maybe we'll even go a little bit lower. I'm not in that camp and I'm praying that they, they their, their data is wrong and off and that there's more bad news built into this market than not and because of that bad news, all we need is some good news for the markets to turn around. And, you know, this is why the markets had, you know, July was their best month since COVID, since 2020. 
I'll take that all day long. You know, once again, you know, when you had the S&P and NASDAQ for one week up almost 5%, and as I said, for, for, for the month of July, um, you know, S&P being up almost 10% and NASDAQ up almost 13%. Heck, if, if you got scared out of markets, you know, that's a lot of money, you know. You, if 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 you have a hundred thousand dollar portfolio, you probably missed out on ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen thousand dollars of of gains. The bounce. I always say, you know, during market corrections and bear markets, you don't want to sell out. Once you sell, then officially, you realize the losses. Otherwise, it's just on paper, and I don't say that lightly. It's the truth. They're just paper losses. The market recovers. It will recover from this correction, this ugly bear market. And this is an emotional one because of COVID, because of the Russia-Ukraine debacle. So there's a lot of emotions running. And, you know, the fear of God that inflation is just, you know, listen, we're at 9.1%. Yes, that's 40-year highs. And, you know, the price of gas is more. The price of food is more. Um, a lot of people, you know, they're just not, you know, able to save as much or maybe not out there using a lot of that discretionary income to do things because they have to pay for the essentials. Now, there's a lot of people that my heart goes out to the lower income folks that can't afford higher price prices at the gas pump or in the grocery stores. They can't afford it. They're, 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 they're doing all they can do to put food on the table for their family and make sure they, they put a roof over them. And those are the people that I'm hoping get helped out. And, you know, these, these, these lower income folks have gotten a boost in, in um, pay because companies have had to do that. But unfortunately, their net take home after inflation is not showing up. So they're still lagging. They're still behind the eight ball. When inflation gets under control, and I don't think companies are going to be able to say to a worker all of a sudden, hey, I'm going to reduce your hourly wage. Uh, I don't think that those days are coming. So I think that, that people are going to enjoy these higher wages for a long time. And when inflation gets in check, then they're going to have more money that, that they'll be able to keep because inflation will be in check. 1-800-825-5949. 1-800-825-5949. Any questions, folks? Any questions that you have, give me a call. I'd love to talk to you. I'd love to get you pointed in the right direction. You know, I don't want to see you do anything crazy. I know a lot of people aren't invested for a whole lot of reasons, but... You know, is this a good time to get in? If you're a long-time investor, I think it is a good time to get in. Even though, even though the markets are up a whole lot more than they were, you know, four or five weeks ago, it's still, you know, they're still discounted pretty good. You know, the S&P is still off its 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 high, you know, by let's say 13, 14 percent. Nasdaq is off its high by about 22, 23 percent. So you're still getting in at a discount. Don't wait till that squares up because that will square up. If the folks like Tom Lee is right, it'll be squared up, um, you know, before you know it, you know, before you start putting the sweaters on and raking the leaves, you may be back to where you were. And I'm rooting for those, those people. I'm hoping their data is more right than the Mike Wilsons who feel that there's more pain to come, but I'm not calling the bottom. 
I'm not saying that we've seen the last of the volatility. We haven't. And I just know that long-term investors who hang in there and rebalance, they're going to be well off. 1-800-825-5949. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello and welcome back for the second half of the show and thank you folks for tuning in. I can't thank you enough. Every Saturday at noon, Sunday mornings at 8, I'll be back tomorrow morning for for your loyal, you're just, you know, allowing me and Marty and Harmony and Nicole and my entire team to week in, week out bring you what we feel is good information to keep you grounded, to have you be able to have a chance to retire. We'll give you our honest opinion. And if you have any questions, any questions whatsoever, give me a call. 1-800-825-5949. 1-800-825-5949. Let's go to the phone lines. We have Patrick in Charlton. Hello, Patrick. Hey, good afternoon, Mr. Boucher. Um, How are you? Thank you. Uh, I'm uh, I am um, completely procrastinating uh, because I have a I have to weed whack probably for another two hours, so I'm taking a break. Um, my question is, uh, and I've been meaning to ask, and I would love uh, your expertise on this one. One thing surprising to me. Okay, you remember COVID, and you know the basically well, our national economy shot down. Correct. I mean, more or less. Um, and, uh, and then, you know, and also globally in the stock market, you know, it went down, but it didn't go down that much. And that baffled my mind. It really did. You know, you look out, you remember the streets are desolate. Everybody's like, I'm like, Oh my goodness, what's going to happen 2020. And it went on for months and months and months, almost a year for God's sakes. Um, and the, and the stock market actually didn't it because to me i been like this is insane like this is bad 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 and then in terms of the stock market you know sometimes like can you imagine like some how you know you'd have to agree that it's temperamental right that the stock market you, you said oh we all we needed some good news 
or if there's bad news or something in the Middle East, you know, uh, up, down. So I feel like it is temperamental. But when the global, when, when there's a, you know, the national economy is more or less shut down and the stock market did not, I, I, I want to, I would love to hear your thoughts about that. Yeah, well, listen, God bless you for doing the weed whacking. Um, you know, I just had a conversation <laughs> yesterday. You know, um, I, I, I was talking to a friend and he said how for the first time he hired uh, you know, like a landscape company to come in. And I said, I remember the day I did that. I said, I used to take pride in mowing my lawn. I used to want it to look just right. And I thought of all the time that it took away because, you know, I was working, you know, a lot, 60 hours a week normal. And then I'm coming home right. and, and mowing the lawn. It's like washing windows. I love the instant gratification of a clean window. And I just oh, talked I about know. this yesterday, Patrick. So um, I admire you for out there for um, whacking your weeds, as as they say. But I do well, remember. I, I, I was I was a proud owner from age 23 to 33. And I, the company grew pretty big. Um, I had a landscaping company and landscape design and maintenance, the whole thing. Um, yeah. But um, I do miss that instant grat- gratification. I don't miss, which I just got stung in my nose by a hornet. Ooh. I don't miss that. At the age Ooh. of 49, you know, I'm getting a little older. So. But, um, <laughs> Thank God. What, what Thank you, God. No. So, I, listen. It was I, actually pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, I do remember the economy shutting down, and I remember how scary it was. You know, the market was actually down 34%. As we sit here, the market's down 13%. So the market was down 34% in a few short weeks. We did go into a recession, and we came right out of a recession. I think it was one of the shortest recessions in history. So, you know, the world felt pretty miserable. And you're right. The the highways were desolate. The streets were desolate. I mean, people were afraid to, to get out of bed in the morning. Um, now, you know, right. now the people's mentality on COVID is, geez, I just wish I would get it and get it over with. I expect to get it. And, and you know, thank God not as many people are getting as sick or dying from it. And I think, you know, that's obviously a, a, a good thing. But COVID is here to stay. And we're still, listen, Patrick, we're, we're still living with COVID. The supply chain problems when a country like China goes into lockdown and you think of all the product that comes out of China. And this is why yeah. you can't buy anything without a delay because you just, you know, they're, they're, they're not making them. There's some cars that, you know, you got to, one, two, three-year wait. In some cars, they stop making altogether a lot of the electric cars because they can't get the components. But the stock market looks at the fundamentals of the economy. And, you know, when, when, and I keep saying right now, this is why even if, and I don't know if we're in a recession or not, technically we are from the old definition. That's when two quarters negative contraction um, of the GDP in two quarters, two consecutive quarters defined a recession. Well, technically we're in a recession. We just had the first quarter and the second quarter reading on Thursday. We're in a recession. If you if you want to use that old definition, the government found yeah. a new definition and they probably won't let us know till I'm guessing well after November um, whether we're in a recession or not. But if we are or if we're not, doesn't matter. I don't think it's going think, to be all I that think bad. Consumers, I think consumers and, you know, the whole population, you know, the morale, I, I, I always talk about morale. 
Um, it's just like I think Americans are just exhausted from the last, from from the last couple years, and and they're and then you know like and you 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 mention it like bad news after bad news after bad news, and you throw in that, and yeah, I guess there's worry. I'm sure you have to uh, deal with that with your with your clients because you you probably tell them turn off the radio. I'm sure, or, yeah, well. or you know. Take a break. Take a break from the news. That's that's what I would do. <laughs> we we communicate often with our clients during times of volatility. We we brought on a new client yesterday, and um, you know the, the couple was sitting there, and I I said, listen, the one thing that I've I've done good over the last thirty two years is I know when clients want to hear from me. When they're making money, they don't care if they hear yeah. from me. When there's volatility and they're uneasy, they want to hear from me. And I've taught my team. I've coached them. I've mentored them. They know when there's volatility, don't run away from it. Get right in front of the clients. And we, yeah. we email our clients. We call our clients. We do monthly webinars. And a lot of this stuff is up on our website. But we really – we go out of our way to communicate with our clients. So our clients don't really panic as much as probably other firms' clients. Listen, I, I, I have some buddies that, that have a lot of money with their stockbroker, and he hasn't reached out to them once all year. And it's like, why do you keep your money there? I mean, you know, I don't care if you move it to our services or not, but Holy cow, if you have an advisor that hasn't reached out to you, they aren't worth their weight in anything. I mean, that's pathetic that some advisors out there just take it for granted that they're going to make money by selling, you know, annuities making 6% commission or mutual funds 5.5% commission or life insurance where some of the policies are 50% commission of first-year premiums. Listen, that just makes my blood curdle when I hear things like that. But no, our clients are good. But anyway, what we have to worry about is all the money that the government spent and continues to spend. That is the tipping point in this country. And until we rise up and tell our elected officials enough is enough is enough to spend money like they are is just going to just hurt us more and more and more and keep inflation longer than it needs to be. And that's exactly what's going on right now. And that's not a political comment. That's a factual comment. We've spent way too much money in stimulus programs and we continue. Washington continues to spend money. And some these dopes in Washington have to wrap their arms around it at some point. I don't know why they keep kicking the can down the road. That's what I worry about the most, Patrick, is we're almost $30 trillion in debt. And now with interest rates up, the cost of funding that one line item, anybody who owns a bond, whether it be an individual or a country like China, we have to pay them interest. And when interest rates go up, we're paying them that much more interest. So we can't afford to be spending money that 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 we shouldn't be spending and that's what that's what washington has to really give some are they delusional hey, are they delu yeah bye-bye are they delusional um, absolutely thank you, very much. you know they're public servants that have some of them have never had a job 
Are you kidding me? And then you got people that, you know, their husbands are trading stocks behind, you know, just in front of a big bill. There's so much corruption in Washington, I truly believe. And I just wish, I just wish they would think about us. Or in return, how about if all of us had the same health care and retirement benefits that our congressmen have? Now, that would be a wonderful thing. 1-800-825-5949. 1-800-825-5949. So, you know, we, we, we had the best month in, in a few years since, since COVID. Um, you know, the S&P up 9%. Um, the, the Dow up seven, almost 7%, but I don't like quoting the Dow. It's a popular index. It's just not my favorite index. 30 companies and I don't I don't like it. Give me the S&P all day long. That's a better indication of what the stock market's doing. NASDAQ up 12% for the month. Best month since April 2020. Remember, COVID hit us what? The middle end of February and March was ugly and then all of a sudden just like that we snapped out of it. You know, the market's turned around and you know, anybody who sold because, you know, I, I get this, I, I get this all the time. Oh, I can't afford to lose any more money. Listen, you haven't lost anything if you haven't sold. It's just a paper loss. And anybody who sold back during those ugly days, I'm not talking weeks and months because this correction is lasting months. Back two and a half years ago, it's just a blip on the radar screen, you know, down 34% in three short weeks. Days, 21 days, boom. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You lost 34%. Fast, furious. It's like driving a, a, a you know Formula One race car. It was fast and furious, and it hurt. It stung. And then all of a sudden, holy cow, just like that, investors recovered and went on to make money. And that's going to happen this time. So we had, you know, the best month since since April of 2020. And you have, you know, you know, the economy may be slowing down. And that's that's the Fed's job is to slow it down by hiking interest rates. So they're doing their job. And and that's good. Friday was Friday was 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 a good day, folks. I mean, you got the S&P up almost 58 points, 1.4 percent. NASDAQ up almost 228 points, almost 2% just on Friday. Um, for the week, you know, they, they were up just shy of 5%. Um, you know, we're still in negative territory, but as I said in the first half of the show, you know, NASDAQ recovered from the middle of June 16%, the S&P 13%. Now, that's just in a few short weeks. So, you know... When, when there's ugliness, when there's blood in the streets, that's when investors should be looking for cash and investing. If you believe in the stock market and capitalism and that, you know, over time, stocks, the average return is 10%. The average return in bonds was, let's say, 4 or 5%. Um, cash, 3%. Well, as we sit here 
you know, the last 15 years, your average return in stocks was about 9%, NASDAQ 13%, and bonds 3%. That includes three bear markets. The financial crisis of 15 years ago, COVID two and a half years ago, and this current correction slash bear market that we're in. Um, you know, that's that's you know that's not bad annual returns year in year out and i you know harmony put together a, a a slide we did a webinar a week ago and it was a great webinar go on our website boucher.com and look for it it was a great webinar and she did a great slide it said this time is different how come when investors lose money and things look ugly they always think this time is different. Guess what? It's not different. It's just another correction, another bear market. That's all it is. That's all it is. I don't know how long it's going to last. I'm hoping Tom Lee's right. And we're at 4,800 on the S&P at the, at the end of the year as, as, I, as I sit here. Um, the S&P is 4,130. So I'll take that. I'll take that absolutely all day long. 1-800-825-5949, um, So, you know, we had some reports on the economy. We had on Friday, you know, consumption wages um, were, were, were pretty good. Worker pay and benefits rose about 1.3% in the second quarter, almost a record, um, you know, at a record pace. Consumer spending rose 1.1%. This is... This is why I'm optimistic. The consumer, no matter how bad things are out there, the consumer's out there spending money. I'll take that. I believe that the consumer makes up 70% of the economy. And if they're out there spending money, I don't know how we can go into a recession. Or if we do, just how bad of a recession we'll be in. There's jobs and the consumer is out there spending money. We had a couple couple, you know, one third of all S&P 500 companies had earnings um, announcements this week. And folks, they're, they're, they're pretty good. I'm actually surprised at how good they are. But two companies, especially two companies that we own outright, and it's the number one and two holding in our portfolios. One reason why our clients had a phenomenal week in, in the investment world, Amazon and Apple. We love them both. And even, you know, heck, Apple, I think, was down 30% at one point. Um, I think Apple was up 19% for the month of, for the month of um, July. Um, you know, Amazon it was up 12, almost um, 12 points, almost 10% on Friday after great earnings on Thursday night. Apple was up almost 3.3%, great earnings. And, you know, we hung in there because we believed in those companies. We didn't sell out of those companies when they looked ugly. And now they're recouping those losses. 1-800-825-5949. Let's go back to the phone lines. We have Tim. Hello, Tim. Hi. Hey, um, I'm, I, I, like a lot of people, are trying to figure out what's going on with the inflation numbers. And if you listen to some of the um, – or just look at some of the facts of, of that was pointed out by Janet Yellen and, 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 and the president, where unemployment appears to be fairly, fairly low, although we can talk about how 
you actually count that. But what I don't hear anybody talking about is the effects of labor productivity. If you look at the uh, reports from the first quarter, cost of labor went up and productivity went way down. And the combination is, is about 10%, maybe 11% or so. And I don't hear anybody talking about that as far as its effect on inflation and wonder what your thoughts were on that. Yeah, well, I mean, the cost of labor, you're right. It's they are going up because they need it to go up, Tim, in order. I mean, companies, I mean, I, I talk to business owners. We have so many business owners as clients and, you know, they, they put an ad in the paper that they're looking for somebody they may get i mean i i know some people especially in the restaurant industry they, they may get 12 15 um phone calls and they all say they're going to show up and they they don't even show up where did all the workers go we got 11 million job openings out there so corporate america whether you're small business or big business that minimum wage is out the window if you anybody thinks they're going to um, hire somebody at $9 an hour, those days are gone. You know, I think the average pay rate is 15 to $20 an hour to get people to, to come to work, and they're hiring anybody they can hire. So that's why wages are up. Now, at the end of the day, as far as productivity, we just go back to what I just said. Where did all the workers go? And the work ethic for so many people is just really deplorable when when you think about it i mean people just don't want to work so as far as their productivity yes that's going to hurt businesses um but at least they got you know they're trying to get as many workers as they can whether they work hard or not because they need they need people to to do even if they do a uh half um you know what the rest of that saying is job yeah yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. at least they got yeah. they got somebody in 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 the in the position um doing it so you know productivity and that that'll hurt overall but labor costs absolutely well, guess, is is yeah. going to drive inflation and keep inflation well right and and inflation i'm sure you know this it's it's the, the change from a prior period so um you know from a year ago, inflation has said that costs have gone up by 10%. Uh, but what I'm what I'm more uh, trying to, to figure out how this affects the economy is, I think costs are up and they're not coming back down. Um, so we're not going to get into a deflationary period, which is which is what you might you know expect after an inflation or in a recession. Uh, it appears that that's not really what's going to happen here. So when people are talking about recessions and negative. GDP growth, it may be that we're just stuck with a high cost, low productivity uh, environment, and that's part of the reason why GDP numbers look so bad. And I was just, yeah. I, I don't hear anybody talking about it. I, I don't know if I'm. No, no, you're, you know, I mean, for, for the or, first, or what? no, 
for the first quarter, we're down, you know, as far as the Bureau of Labor Statistics, you know, we had a 7.5% decline in, in labor productivity in the first quarter alone. And, you know, it's, it's a, believe me, you're bringing up a good point. It's a useful metric because that's how, how you know, you can assess the economy. It reflects on the economy's ability to generate goods and services from the same amount of work. And if they're producing less, then, you know, that absolutely is going to affect the economy. But wages aren't going down. You know, when we come out of this, wages, wages just aren't, aren't going down. Um, you, you're just not going to see it, 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 it go down. Um, you know, right. so well, we have productivity right. down. We have labor costs up almost 13% for the first quarter. But we're stuck with that. Companies are stuck with that. But the other side of the coin, Tim, I'm okay with it. Listen, I'm a business owner. I have 16 very talented, committed, loyal professionals. And if I make less profit because I'm able to have them feel good about working because I'm, I'm paying them above industry you know, compensation, then let me make less money all day long. And I don't feel sorry for the business owner who may be taking home less profits because their, 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 their employees are making a whole lot more money, which they deserve to make. Um, but we're, we're stuck with this. Unfortunately, Tim, we're stuck with this and we're coming up to the end of the show. So Tim, thank you for the call. Stay well, stay healthy. Tim brings up a good point, folks. Um, you know, why is why is labor productivity down? I I just I don't have an answer for Tim. Hey folks, you know uh, I I truly appreciate you you tuning in. Um, you know, basically in a nutshell, we help our clients prioritize their health while we manage their wealth for life, and we take pride in that. I always say our our tagline is health, wealth for life, and. And that's what we believe in. When you have your health, you have everything. When you have each other, you're really lucky. And if financially you can afford to do things, don't mess around because you never know when number one and number two is taken away from you. Come back tomorrow. Go to our website for more information, Boucher.com. Thank you for listening. Bye. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.